What up, y'all? We back, and as usual, brought to you by the one and only Vans, the number one shoe in skateboarding. <laughs> it's the Gilbert episode, so you know damn well we talking about the Crockett Pro 2. With the good homie on the show, I had to get him to come on and say a one-two thing about my skating and my pursuit of Sodi and his brand new shoe. So without further ado, the floor is yours, Gil. What's up, everybody? This is Gilbert Crockett. You're listening to The Bunt. If my new shoe can get Dono skating off the ground just sitting there looking like shit. (laughs) Imagine what it can do for you. God damn, yo. Well, that didn't go exactly as planned. The important thing to remember here is that Gilbert's shoe took Dono skating to the next level. And how did it do that? With its fully fused Duracap for unsurpassed durability. With their support and board feel, Vans Waffle Cup outsole construction offers the best of both worlds. The world's first ever vulcanized cup sole. And you know they got that Ultra Cush HD for Vans' highest level of impact cushioning, baby. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy, but I'm switching back to the Chima's, dog. Once Donald gets over the sting of Gilbert's harsh words... I'm sure he'll get back to rocking them Crockett 2s and back 50-ing triple kinks at a theater near you. So get over to your local skate shop now and get yourself a pair of Vans Gilbert Crockett Pro 2s. And now, live from Studio E, The Bun with Safer and Donovan. Welcome back, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> we out here, Studio E. You know what I'm saying? Still running and still gunning. Sadly, the season's coming close to being over, but uh, we got a couple fiery ones left up our sleeve. You smell me? What's good this week, Donald? Oh, shit. Yo, y'all already know I'm the ghost. Got Donald right here next to me. And Ants one somewhere fucking rubbing one out behind the scenes. <laughs> It's a cool ting. That was one of the best intros you've ever had, man. But you know what, bro? I think you forgot the two words that describe this one perfectly, dog. Barn burner, Niki. Let's bring it back. That's why I'm here, dog, to remind you of your own your own go-to sayings. Give it to him again, man. It's a barn burner in this motherfucker. It's about still. time you turned up. This week we got Gilbert Crockett, Van's top boy in the building. And then, you know, we, we answering your questions in the post office as usual, doing it for the people. And last up, hit y'all with the rundown. You know, we talk a little NBA, little, uh, yeah, that's it. Just a little NBA, baby. Y'all know you love it. Yo, hit your boys up on Instagram. We uh, we threw up Adam Kolovecchia's half cab heel photo on there. So if you haven't seen that yet, go give it a dislike. <laughs> what else? Hit us up on Facebook. We got a special uh, jokes video coming this week. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget to send in them emails. We only got one more week. So uh, let's get the post office bumping for next week, last week. And then uh, subscribe, comment, five star, all that crap on iTunes. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Appreciate it. Banged it all out in one, my dog. One thing we can guarantee you is with that subscription to iTunes, you are going to get the complete opposite of the new Transworld video. I know uh, my boy wants to say a few things about uh, what we just watched and wasted 20, I'll say like 22 minutes of our time because 
Bobby D held it down for T Dot. He killed it, but man, that was a snoozer, dog. We got love for Transworld and all, but don't know the dude's name. But whoever was behind putting that together it just seemed like a sorry attempt to uh, make their own GX 1000 video. <laughs> ben Gore's dope skater, but the filming was horrendous, giving me a fucking a headache. Like coming in and out so close. The guy was, he must have been running half the time. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on. Shit music. Leo Valls. I mean, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but you got to be a little kooky with that trick selection. What about his last trick, though, man? You feeling Switch, that one? Switch heel on flat. Oof, stay tough, bro. After a power slide. <laughs> man, I was, I was like so mad watching that video the whole time. Shit was next level bogus. It's just crazy to think, you know. You go through the archive of Transworld videos, and that's their latest creation. God damn, yo! They got stuff. I heard whoever's make made that last one ain't making them anymore. So that's that's good news for the next video, I guess. Bobby Major shouts, Woo! killed it. What was your favorite trick of Bobby's? Maybe that back heel fakey Manny was oh. insane, and Nolly half cap flip switch nose Manny just because you know his switch flip game wasn't always there as a youth but he's been working on it the last couple of years you know what i'm saying and now he's nolly half cap flip nose manning yeah you know my choice back tail kick flip to regs god damn son yeah that was that was real shit real shit but uh going from the Transworld video oh wait wait one more thing yahe however you pronounce it yaje popson yeah amazing footage but i'm sorry they they disrespected you with that song because i i don't think i can ever rewatch that part you feel me ain't that the truth but man you don't think leo vols got sodi in him sodi <laughs> that's a sick joke maybe if sodi stood for skater of trash yuck that's not funny at all <laughs> <laughs> moving on moving on from the Transworld video Y'all know we do it for the people, man. It's been 11 episodes into season two, and we haven't given back yet. And now the time has come, man. It's, it's, it's contest time, baby. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, unfortunately, you only got two weeks to try and win this contest, but uh, hopefully it pops. Straightforward contest. We want to see your most illegal trick. So it's simple. Go to your Instagram. Go to Facebook. Post a video of yourself doing the most illegal trick you can think of hashtag it most illegal and tag the bunt live on instagram and you good to go baby check our instagram we knocked out a few ourselves to, to get the ball rolling uh let's make this a fun one yo you got two weeks we gonna choose a winner and goddamn, is this box ever gonna be spicy this box is gonna be huge in honor of gilbert crockett we hitting y'all with a uh, big time quasi box couple boards some clothes and of course you know vans is coming through heavy for y'all so let's see it man bust out them benny hanas them late flips them one-footed manuals we trying to see some legal shit yeah y'all got two weeks we gonna select a winner and then uh we're gonna send out this giant box and uh you know what i'm saying i might try and steal it but donald can probably <laughs> donald will try to not let that happen you know what i'm saying yeah i can't have it hanging around here too long or else he's gonna be peeking into it man hella vans hella quasi <laughs> you already know what time it is it's gonna be a fatty and you're gonna be skating like gilbert in no time this week on the pod as we said we got gilbert crockett in the building the king of vintage clothing and while we're on the topic big shouts to vintage montreal the good homie mike mccourt blessed us with a fresh box but uh back to the topic gilbert man i don't even think we need to explain like his skating does the talking one of the sickest trick selections in the game 
And uh, we just wanted to get a peek inside Crockett Incorporated. You smell me? Gilbert rides for Venue Skate Shop, Quasi, Independent, Vans, and Spitfire. Damn, that's a solid lineup. No kookiness on there. He's a real one. He's super easy to make laugh, so he made me and Donald feel <laughs> about three times funnier than we actually are. Let's get this shit popping. And I'd also like to thank Mike McCourt in Montreal. Go check out his shop, Vintage Montreal, holding it down. Donald got himself some some fresh Gilby pants. You feel me? Straight from McCourt. We got a Vans top boy in the building right now, Gilbert Crockett. Say what's up to the people, my dog. What's up, people? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we start everyone, every interview the same. Your favorite skateboard moment and your favorite sports moment. All right. Favorite skateboard moment would be, uh, I guess, succeeding and doing it for a living. And um, fuck, man, I had the sports thing down. There's this this clip of a professional bowler winning some championship snapping and looking at everybody man I've, I've watched the documentary on that guy he's like, you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah my friend told me about the documentary just the other day fuck i forget his name and he's like the only like badass bowler in history and he starts like flipping everyone in the crowd off yeah he's fucked up all right i got it it's pete weber yeah winning the championship i gotta look that up no clue yeah you gotta watch that supposedly like i think his dad was like the best bowler of all time and he was the most like calm and respectful guy yeah that's trippy yeah he's a boss yo take us back to growing up in virginia and uh what got you into skating my brother his friend in our neighborhood had a board had a world industries board and um he showed me the reason i think or a friend of his had the reason so uh, that was the first skate video i saw and uh yeah, they, he gave me that World Industries board and told me not to push Mongo, and that was it. <laughs> Sound advice. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, it was just like a, you know, it was a neighborhood. There's a lot of woods in there. I mean, I was lucky enough to have a driveway, and we were on a corner, so the driveway went from one street to the other. So I had a pretty decent chunk of asphalt to skate and learn on, which was fortunate, you know? Hell yeah. That's dope. Did you kickflip uh, body varial back in the day like a lot of Mongo dudes? Dude, hell yeah. I, I pushed Mongo and I did a, a kickflip body varial before I did a kickflip. <laughs> Classic. You sound exactly like my best friend growing up, Phil. He had a World Industries that we used to share <laughs> and he was Mongo and he kickflip body varialed. Hell yeah. So, Instead of kickflipping? Yeah, shouts to, shouts to Gilbert and Phil, yo. Hell yeah. He should have stuck with it. He could have had a pro shoe on Vans. <laughs> So you ride for Venue Skate Shop out of Richmond, mm-hmm. who just dropped their new video, Gospel. Were they your first sponsor? And what's the story behind you getting hooked up? Yeah, absolutely. That was the first thing, uh, first sponsor I had. And um, it used to be called Dominion. And uh, yeah, back in the day, there was a B team. And my mom filmed me, filmed a sponsor tape of me and, you know, edited it on the tape, recorded over the bales every try. And uh, we went to a few skate parks and then like a few street spots around town and we were just going at it and sending the tape and then uh they were down so i got on the b team and that was uh my first sponsor been chilling with those dudes ever since and that's a disrespect team (laughs) 
What, the B squad? Yeah. That's a disrespect. I must have been thing. like uh, 11, I guess. Or, or no, that was when I started skating. It must have been like, I was probably 13 or 14, I guess. I don't, I don't mind the B team, man. It's just like an excuse to, to hook more guys up. Yeah, so just call it one team. <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was... I was stoked that there was a B team. I was a little kid, you know. I knew I wasn't going to be on the team that young. It was like foot in the door. I'm trying to get on some C teams out here, man. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about the bus crew. We've all seen the iPhone parts online, uh, but tell us about how the crew got started. Bus crew gets its name from us going on a trip every Sunday. We, you know, we live in, in Richmond and, uh, there's a lot of cities that are day trippable from here, like DC and Raleigh and Baltimore, Charlottesville. So we just made it a point to get out of town once a week, every Sunday. And so that started becoming like a ritual. And that was like, oh, bus crew Sundays. And then, you know, it just turned into a, a crew name. You know, it's not anything too serious. It's just like the homies. And now it's uh, still the same thing. It's just. We're getting older now, you know. We've been doing this shit for a long time now. <laughs> That's why you're skating so many obscure spots that aren't in many big videos. You guys are on your little random road trips, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, ideally, it would be cool to always be skating spots like that, you know, that people haven't seen, but eventually we'll run out of them, I guess, around here. I'm more of a Hollywood 16 kind of guy, but (laughs) to each their own. It's funny. That's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about a blown out spot is Hollywood 16. Definitely Hollywood and like Wilshire. Yeah, but shit. I mean, they're legendary. They look great. No doubt. No doubt. So you made a big change going from Fallen and Mystery to Vans and Alien a while ago. What uh, Mm -hmm. what sparked the switch? I think uh, to be honest with you, I think Jake Johnson's part in Minefield really like shifted my mental state about skating and and like what you could do with it or what was possible or how to do it where to do it everything i kind of was like god damn man this is so sick you know he was around my age and he was living in new york city and and it from what it looked like he was just most of it was in new york city he's skating with his friends and i was like fuck dude like that looks so sick to be able to do that and uh i just kind of wanted to start skating a little differently and working on different projects and shit like that and just having a little bit more freedom and like living where i want and uh so i think that that kind of like planted a seed and one thing led to another and i you know i had the urge to move home and you know the comp those companies were in san diego and uh i was in richmond when alien came through you know met up with them and skated a little and shot the shit and then uh chad bowers who owns and runs quasi was the workshop team manager and he was there at the time and you know he was the dude that i talked to after that and you know we uh kind of it took a little while i remember it was like oh this might be a possibility let's talk more i'm gonna see what everyone thinks on the team and uh i'll let you know and then it was like a month or something and i was like oh that ship has sailed like i'm just gonna like you know, get that out of my head. Like, I, that's not going to happen for me. And, uh, you know, then he ended up calling me back and I was like, holy shit. You know, I looked up to everyone on that team, like my whole childhood pretty much. So it was amazing to be able to ride for it. Damn, that's crazy. It's been many months since Primitive left Canada, but I'm still waiting <laughs> for that hell. ship to sail back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
They're going to say something like actual sentimental. No, but real talk. <laughs> no, no. Here's the real sentimental <laughs> oh, part is God. major shouts to Jake Johnson for unleashing the real Gil. You yeah. feel me? Out of Cali. Yeah. <laughs> Is the, uh, is the Jamie Thomas motivation effect real? Not to say that you're not gnarly as fuck now, but you're definitely getting buck wild on those San Diego spots back in the mystery fallen days. Yeah, it absolutely is real. I mean, he's <laughs> talked me into to doing shit that I didn't think I could do and, you know, shit like that. He was really good at that. He probably still is really good at that. I, and I always appreciated that and I still do because, you know, it, not everyone can do that for people that's like takes a special person to push someone like that and to be good at it because i fucking try all the time you know i'm like dude you fucking could do this to my friends and like they're yeah fuck you you know (laughs) and it's hard to like make someone believe that they can do something and he has that ability and i mean i appreciate it it made me a better skater so i can't really hate on that you might have to uh, set the ghost up with uh, Jamie if he's ever going to get on Primitive, man. You might need that extra little push, dog. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm a self-made nigi. <laughs> you need the Jamie Thomas effect, bro. But, yeah, it's probably easier to uh, listen to someone when they tell you you can do something when they've done it themselves, being one of the gnarliest OGs True. in the game. Yeah. yeah. So fast forward a little bit. You went from mystery to alien, and then... Unfortunately, things started to get a little weird over there. What were you guys going through as teammates? Eventually, people started quitting. Was there any thought of sticking it out and riding for Alien 2.0? Take us behind the scenes on that whole rocky time. Yeah, Abe and Dill quit. And I didn't really understand why at all at that time. And uh, I guess it just seemed like shit was getting weirder. And then Chad would tell us, like hey man shit's getting weird over here and i don't know it might take a turn for the worse and if that happens he always had the idea that he would start something and i remember being on a workshop trip and he told us that right and i don't know just something was like kind of kept out of it as much as i could i was just trying to skate and uh you know i didn't know i hadn't been there as long as a lot of guys had been there to know what sort of stuff they would are even talking about getting weird, you know? And, um, yeah, those guys left. And then one day we just got a call and we were all getting fired. And, uh, you know, I had no idea. It was just like, fuck, it's over. And, uh, I talked to Mike Hill eventually later on about maybe sticking it out. And, uh, it was just like it was too weird you know it was just like something that felt like it was over you know what i mean yeah for sure i didn't want to like i didn't want to deal with that it seemed it seemed like a lost cause to me So one of our favorite skateboarding skits and uh, just skits in general ever is uh, Gilbert Crockett doing things. Where did the idea come from and are we ever going to get another look inside Crockett Incorporated? Shit, I don't know if uh, (laughs) we'll get another look in there, but it was uh, a friend of mine, Mike Butler, was making a video and him and his friend Louie came up with these skit ideas and they had different skits for each person and different characters that everyone was going to play and it was pretty much all of them, and I was just an actor in the 
in the movie, you know? It's pretty fucking funny. They had I just came in and they were like, all right, this is what you got to do. Put this on, gel your hair, fucking act like you're doing this. So I was like, all right. I mean, they're the masterminds. Man, you killed it, though. You, you killed that role and your assistant yeah. was straight gold, yo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck, that shit was super funny. I don't know if we'll end up... Uh, doing anything like that again it's hard to like get back in that mindset of like yeah we're gonna make this stupid ass wild skit you know somebody ever brings a, a fucking screenplay back to me with it's as good as that one i might do it hey, <laughs> we might have to cook something up over here we're known to throw <laughs> some skits out there every now and then you know yeah that shit's fun might have to get in on one well here's to hoping you never actually turn into that dude <laughs> I mean, you got a lot, you got a new van shoe and everything. You know, what I'm saying, who knows? We could find you with a bunch of Red Bulls and a pile of dust in front of you any day. Bro, that's tennis stare, baby. Come on. Hey, it's, it's happened in skateboarding before. I mean, my favorite skater of all time, Brian Wenning, kind of lived into that mm. DC intro skit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> He is a beast. I still love you, Brian Wenning. Actually, yo, he put out an Insta the other day, killing this little ledge. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he rules. Uh, I think Gilbert's doing pretty well for himself, though. I, I don't think we got to worry about that one. Yeah, no, no, no. Good head on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it stays that way. <laughs> yeah. So you now ride for Quasi, formerly known as Mother, uh, one of the hottest brands in the game. Uh, what was behind the name change, and how fun has the whole experience been? The name change... Um, it happened because we didn't have an issue with the skateboards, but he was making shirts uh, with the name Mother on them, and Mother Denim, which is a women's denim brand, uh, their their copyright or whatever is on clothing, so if you're making clothing that has that name on it, then you can get in trouble, they can sue you, so they sent like a cease and desist on those, and instead of fighting that fight and uh, dealing with all that shit, he just... He already had this name that he had been thinking of as well, you know, when we were talking about what we were going to call it. And so he was like, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to switch the name. And it, I feel like it actually helped, if anything. And I end up, ended up liking the name better and just the way it looks written out and shit. Pretty cool and unique. And I mean, and yeah, aside from that, working with him is amazing. It's super easy. You know, I, I always have shit that I'm into. I'm constantly like, obsessing over one thing or another whether it's clothing or a graphic or skateboard trick or a skater or whatever it just i'm always trying to keep it moving as, as far as like what i'm inspired by and you know so i always have an idea and i can send it to chad and he's really good at executing ideas and putting like a pretty unique twist on that idea you know he's always got far out ideas and uh I think when those two things come together, he makes great products and it's fucking super fun too to go out there and work on the computer with him and fuck around in the office. I'm super grateful that it ended up the way that it did. Yeah, no doubt. A name change that early in a new company's like, you know, you never know what might happen, might have fucked things up, but definitely was uh, successful and you guys are still killing it. So props to y'all. Hell yeah. That sucks. So it was just the clothing, like it was chill to make the boards? Yeah, but like... I don't know if you're familiar with uh, with the profits in a hard goods brand, but like you know, you can make more money off of shirts and soft goods and shit than you can off of hard goods. So like he, I think that that was just gonna be a too much of a headache to try to deal with, you know? Yeah, right. Cut the loss and move on. Yeah, the Q looks sick though, man. Something you don't see too much, right? So yeah, I mean, it's uh, I think it's unique. Oh shit, Gil, one sec. Looks like we got some breaking news coming in from the streets. You feel me? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Alright, thanks boys. We're back again with a very special guest, actually. Known this man for a very long time. My man Taylor McClung. Say what's up to the people, man. What's up, people? How y'all doing? Where are we? Who are we with? Right now, uh, we in Chatsworth on Mike's porch in the valley. It's myself, Mr. Wade. We got Josh. We got Yo-Yo in the cut over there. And Dev just posted up. Amen. We always do it. What's your favorite landing juice? What helps you land tricks, bro? I just get sparked off a of Coke, man. It's a soda. That's it. Well, anybody that knows me knows what's up with that one. You know, is it out the bottle or is it a can thing? I rock with the can. All right. Tastes a little different out here, but okay, I'll give it to you. You ain't, you know. I have to run it like that. Okay, it's that's like, cool. That's cool. All right. Working on anything right now? Any video parts in the mix? Any any up-and-coming projects? I got a little I got a little video project I'm working on, but nothing like no title, no uh, actual spot for it yet, but... We definitely got something to mix. You'll see it when you see it. Yeah, we're working on something. It'll come out. Amen. And we're going to like really branch out on this one because usually it's a skate talk. But right now we might even just mix it up about little Cameron. Little Cameron Jim Jones thing that we were we were talking about earlier. <laughs> All right. Why don't, you do, why don't you describe to the people what we what we listened to earlier? Well, pretty much Jim Jones just signed a rock, rock nation. And he went on Funk Flex and started basically crying on screen talking about how cam kind of did him dirty but wasn't he wasn't even really dissing him or nothing like that but he was just kind of like saying his piece on how the whole dip set kind of history came about and why him and cam are kind of like low-key beefing but not really but it hit a chord it hit a chord with you but uh yeah man it's just really hit me deep down it hurt you know i was a little disappointed because these are these are my dudes like i have some serious love for the dip set you know so like to see them talking about each other like cam did me dirty like this and then cam's talking about oh i'm gonna come back at jim this time just because he's crying don't make it true blah 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 and then he's on instagram live talking all this yip yap about jim man it really just you know just you fit you fit in real well in Toronto. Do you know that? That's why I wanted you to talk about it because you fit in real nice in Toronto. Everybody's gonna obviously show you love just for that fucking statement alone. <laughs> well, I ain't never in Toronto. I'm trying to go. Well, come through, man. You're always welcome. Shit, just trying to come through. Well, let's get back to skateboarding just for a second. <laughs> All right. Who do you ride for? I get New Balance shoes. I ride for Mystery Skateboards. I get clothes from Asphalt Yacht Club. Any last words to the people? Keep it real, man. Don't be trying to do this like Cam be doing Jimmy. Don't be trying to do dudes like Jimmy doing Cam, you know? <laughs> Keep it real. <laughs> Amen. And back to the boys at Studio E. Respect. Thanks for that live update, Wade. And don't be doing Donald like Gilbert did Donald in that Vans commercial. Hot damn. Let's get back to the interview. So the Gilbert Crockett 2 just dropped. I know it's helped my boy Donald take his skating to the next level. What was the inspiration behind the shoe? It's kind of a lot of different things. I was I was looking at like World War II era tennis shoes. You know, I was looking at the colorways of those, and also some of the sidewall details on the on the rubber on the side of the shoe, the the uh, the texture, like the lines that are going different ways and stuff. And um, also like like '90s skate shoes. Some of the colorways are kind of looking like that. And um, what else? I mean athletic shoes like modern tennis shoes i just kind of wanted it to be to have like a sporty look you know for it to be like a classic looking skate shoe but have like a sporty vibe and then you can also change the colors up and it doesn't even look like that you know it just looks like a standard skate shoe but uh yeah i don't know i kind of wanted to just make something different and have 
have a toe cap on it. You know, when I was growing up, every fucking shoe I bought had a toe cap on it. Yeah. You know, a, like a suede one, not a not a rubber one. And uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I hadn't seen too many people doing that nowadays. And I figured, like, fuck, man, everyone's making the same shit. I wanted to make something a little bit different, and, and hopefully people are feeling something different. So I don't know. I'm super happy with the way that it turned out, and I hope everyone's feeling it. For sure. Definitely uh, loving the white one, man. The white looks so much different than the green and black. It's like two different shoes. With the yeah, it's cool where you split, where you can split the colors up with the shoe. It makes them look so much different. So the last couple of weeks we've been doing, uh, we're lucky enough to be uh, backed by Vans. And the last couple of weeks we've been doing uh, some Crockett Two ads. You've been listening. Hell yeah! So I <laughs> we turned the first one on, or uh, the other day my friend was like, yeah. Let's listen to this one, and we turned it on, and you guys are just blasting off shoe <laughs> shit. I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, that's so funny. But, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, man, Donald stepped up to that round flat bar, and he's, he's on them back 50s for days now. He's too scared back in the day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's funny. In the promo vid for your shoe, you got hit by a car. You escape unharmed? What happened there? Yeah, yeah, I was all good. I mean, I pretty much just hit the side of a moving car. I wasn't looking at all. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm all good. That was a little scary, but it's worth it, I guess, if I'm all right. And the footage is funny, so. Yeah, made for a good clip. But you know, on, on that Crockett 3, you just got to add in a little car detector thing. You feel me? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, you have a similar clip to that. Switch heel uh, TD double into the, into the car. Oh, uh, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, I ran into the side. In common. Ran into the side of a moving cab like Mach 10 off a of oh, double set and flipped up in the air, landed on my back. The best part about that is that he has two guys uh, watching the road for him. We won't uh, won't throw their names under the bus, but they just let him ride right by, right into the whip. You know. God damn. Yeah, n never pick uh, two stoners to be your car watchers. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Fucking bastards. <laughs> Made for a nice clip though, man. So the Vans Propeller video was a massive full-length production. You don't see those too much these days. What was it like filming for that video with the Vans homies? It was a long haul, but it was uh, it was sick. I did some of the best traveling I've ever done, some of the best places I've ever visited, and you know made some really good friends. It it was like five years. I don't think I've ever worked on a video for that long, but uh, I think when you make a video that when you work on a video for that long, you really get to like make the best part that you possibly can I think you know mm -hmm. you all that traveling and all that time and thinking about okay well like do I have enough lines or you know what tricks do I not have what kind of like terrain could I get in there that isn't in there shit like that I think that 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 old way of making big videos is it makes something special you know you don't just like shit something out even though I really like working on small projects too but uh yeah it's just you know totally different yeah, that was a dope, well-rounded part for sure. A little bit of everything. Thank you. Including a giant kickback tail. <laughs> God damn. Uh, there's, I, everyone in that video has amazing parts, but one of my favorite skaters is Ave. Came through with maybe the part of the year. Fuck yeah. What was it like uh, being on those sessions with Ave? Any stories from him? Oh, yeah. I mean, shit. The first time I went on a trip with him, 
It was my first time meeting him, actually. We were at this spot, and uh, we were in Miami, and he went down the street and got a sandwich, like a Cuban sandwich from some spot, and uh, brought it over to the skate spot, and he takes a couple bites out of that thing, like, super hungry. You could tell he's mad hungry, and then he just spikes it on the ground, like, (laughs) focuses the sandwich, and he's like, what the fuck am I doing to myself? Why am I eating this shit? And he's like right beside me. I was sitting on the curb. I'm like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> like, God what the damn. fuck, dude? And uh, yeah, just funny ass shit like that, man. He's so fucking funny. And I don't think everybody, everyone has a different perception of him. You know, if you're not familiar with him, being around him, but he's funny as a bitch, man. And uh, he's definitely a role model too. I mean, all those years seeing him go to battle with tricks and go back and back and back, go back for the same trick over and over and over again. And just doing that and then getting skater of the year when he did, it's just like, he's definitely a role model. Someone that I look up to a lot and he's always been one of my favorite skaters. Him and Dill were, you know, photosynthesis, one of the first videos I ever saw. And uh, yeah, it's just a trip to be able to make videos with those guys, you know? Yeah, damn, yo. We... We got to get him on here, crack some jokes with us, man. I didn't know he was funny. Yeah, I'm trying to focus some sandwiches, man. I'm like, I'd be scared of him if he, his face popped up on FaceTime, yo. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so uh, the video also came with premieres around the world. Any uh, wild stories from the after parties on that tour? I can't even remember. Like, that trip was like a blur, you know? Just Yeah, I bet. Premiere party, get on a plane. Premiere party, get on a plane. So f- I can't, e- I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. But you remember coming to T dot? Yeah. Y- you remember us? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't know if I went to Canada for the vi- for the premiere. Hmm, I'm not sure actually. Was he there? So how do you expect him to remember <laughs> us if you don't even remember if he was I'm just there? A question <laughs> out there man. The first time I went to Canada was for a, a Vans demo, but it wasn't the. Uh, it wasn't the video premiere tour. Yeah, we did a we did a demo at a at a building in Toronto that had a bunch of oh the House of Vans. Yeah, was okay. that is that House of Vans? Yeah, well, I, I think so. Yeah, they did a demo here. I think that was last year. Spray painted ledges. Yeah, yeah, the Venice thing. Yep. Yeah, that was sick. That park was fun. But yeah, that's the only time I've been to Canada before. I haven't even been there to street skate or anything. Gotta get you up here, man. It's your type of skating up here. Yeah, it's rugged as I fuck. I know, the yo. spots look so good. <laughs> Toronto looks insane for skating. Or uh, Montreal, actually. I've always wanted to go there. We'll take you on an East Coast tour, maybe, you know, make some skits. Hell yeah. Some <laughs> Crockett 2 commercials. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, some live ones. Some live skit ones would be jokes. <laughs> Man, you, wait, you, you tell me you ain't seen Bobby's part when he skates all downtown Toronto and you ain't trying to hop on a flight up here? You'd rather go to Montreal? I'm definitely trying to. <laughs> no, I'm down for both, dude. I haven't skated either. Them dusty Montreal bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a little rivalry? Just kidding. Montreal knows number one in my heart. So the Gilby pants, as Donald calls them, seem to be a point of interest whenever your name comes up. When a lot of people have made the move from baggy clothes, ourselves included, <laughs> you zigged and moved to some bigger pants, much bigger. What triggered the move, and uh, is there any particular brand you're rocking these days? I mean, I think that, like, I think what sparked that is I'm just into vintage clothing, vintage American clothing, and, like, 1940s pants are gigantic, you know? And so I I bought a pair from this military surplus store in Richmond, and then I was just into it, you know? I 
fucking just kept buying bigger pants and bigger pants and shit. I don't know. It's easier for skating, too. I'm not trying to have my pants constricting me from doing anything either, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of got into it. I got a little carried away there, a little too wide there for a second, but I think uh, I'm happy where I'm at now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. A lot of people love the pants. I'm feeling I need to get a pair myself, you know, match my match my Crockett twos. Hell yeah. Something it seems like you've been working on for years is the the pants to shirt ratio. You know, trying to find trying to find the, the perfect sizing. With the oh, big yeah. pants, it ain't easy, man. We used to we used to rock the huge t shirts, so uh maybe we could pass some on to you. Hell yeah, you trying to send me some down here? Yeah, yeah. We, we got a package coming your way. Usually we we up here asking for the boxes, but we got something for you, dog. Okay, sweet. <laughs> That's some what, some three XLs. Yeah, yeah. So we got some from years back, man. Cons best. Yeah, I heard the one uh, where you guys were talking about the worst trends in skating, and Wade was talking about uh, the big pants, small shirt shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, that's pretty All funny. Right. Speaking of Wade, you you and DJK Wade have a little bit of history. We do. I remember a few a uh, few years back. You, I was with Wade. It was around Halloween, and I think. Uh, oh yeah. I was trying to think of like where you where we saw this video, where you would have posted it to, because it was so many years back. But I think it was one of your homies dressed up as Wade for Halloween, doing some oh, yeah. three flips. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's you made, right. You made. You might have made DJK Wade catch some feelings on that one, man. What? He was feeling it. He was. He wasn't too happy about that. He wasn't happy. No, I don't think so, man. What's wrong with that? Uh, he, got a little cheese yo he doesn't like he doesn't like uh being the butt of the joke very often oh no i don't even think it was a joke at all though <laughs> but where where did you even post that video back in the day it must be on vine i wonder if i can if i can find it i'll send it yeah, to you we need to see that again who was the homie uh eric valderez you better watch out eric i need wade to know that that was nothing but love there's a bunch of there's all Wade fans down here, yeah. including him. He he was feeling Wade. He wasn't clowning him at all. For sure, everyone's got a little love for Wade. That's right. The the, the clip threw him off though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I thought it was a good ass trade flip too. I don't know why he's bummed. <laughs> So we've learned you have a particular hate for Black Sabbath. You want to tell us why? Oh, uh, man. Not even really. I There was a time where I did have that. Um, I lived at Black Box for like two years. And, uh, you know, it's like I lived in a warehouse and my room was right by the skate park. And plenty of skaters had keys to the park. So I don't know if you've ever been to San Diego, but there's a lot of rock and roll enthusiasts especially black sabbath or there was at that time anyway i'm sure i don't know everyone was fucking listening to black sabbath man it was like too much and every person has this key and everyone goes in there and would put black sabbath on and i'm like laying in my bed or watching a movie or something and fucking black sabbath just starts blaring <laughs> you know and so it kind of just ruined it for me for a long time there's some black sabbath songs that i can listen to now and i'm like definitely feeling it you know i I recognize how good a music it is. I don't. I'm not hating on that or anything. But yeah, I was a little bummed on it for a while though. It's an overload for a minute, huh? We actually had uh, Sasha Daly on the show a little while ago. You guys ever oh, cross, nice. cross paths? Maybe share a bunk? 
yeah, he he stayed in a different room. There was two rooms where people would stay, but uh, yeah, he was there a lot while I was living there. Was he in the flow trash room, <laughs> or were you? <laughs> Shit. Uh, I mean, there was one room that was for people. They were staying for a shorter period of time, and then the room I was in was like residence, you know? Uh, okay, so you're saying... So that was the only difference. You're saying he was flow trash and you were in the proper room. <laughs> yeah. But you said it nicely. I mean, I, yeah. I ain't saying that. <laughs> we see you, Sasha, trying to tell us you were in the nice room. You said at the very end you made it to the nice room. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh, sick. In the Ben Gillies room, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, headline, Gilbert Crockett hates Sasha. <laughs> Says he's flow trash for life. Requested to be in a different room. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> you have a love for vintage sportswear, but oddly enough, you don't like sports. If you had to be a fan of one of the four major sports, football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. Don't forget hockey, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, be looking at to me, me it's a big, more of a big three. Fuck hockey. But actually, fuck baseball, too. Which one would it be? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't dislike sports really. I just, I definitely like playing them more than watching them on TV or like, I'm also more into going into an event, you know, like I would love to, I like going to basketball games, Hell yeah! but like watching it on TV is completely different. You know, I'm not in depth, but I would say basketball. I used to play basketball when I was a kid, but I played basketball and baseball until I started skating. So but I was always feeling basketball more. I just can't really shoot that good, man. Hell yeah. Is that why you made your, your new shoe a little sporty? Get back on the ball yeah. court at any yeah, time? Yeah, I'm trying to get some I'm trying to get some game up. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to a sporting event, man. The atmosphere, it's undeniable in there. A little bit different than sitting at home. Yeah, I used, I used to be like you, like never watch sports. I'd be down to go to a Raptors game if someone had tickets or something. But then I don't know what's, what switched and I became a lazy armchair athlete. <laughs> Stuck on the couch, yeah. obsessing over my fantasy teams. But uh, that's probably the difference between me and you, and you having a couple <laughs> pro shoes. <laughs> and, oh, so uh, you're notorious for disappearing on trips and not answering your phone. Where do you go when you just need to get away from the squad and for some peace and quiet? Oh, man, I don't know where you got this information from. It's your own boys, man. <laughs> there's a leak. There's a leak in the bus crew, dog. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I just... I, I'm not good at sitting still, so I just, most of the time I'm looking for spots, like, you know, sneak off, try to find a spot. It's either a spot or a cup of coffee, most likely. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just fucking get out of there. Can't go, sit eh? still, man. Yeah. I get in trouble on van strips for it sometimes. Yeah, you, you, uh, you wouldn't want to go anywhere with the ghost, man. That's for sure. It's, no. It's nothing but the waiting game with this guy. <laughs> yeah, not as bad as Wade. <laughs> But uh, damn, yo, so no cell phone? Well, you can't use your cell phone when you're getting a coffee? Sounds more like you're disappearing to the strip club or something. <laughs> Man, I don't know about the cell phone part. I, I, I usually answer yeah, Strip clubs is a strict no cell phone thing. That's true. But we'll go with coffee if you want. <laughs> coffee shop. <laughs> so uh, at the Bunt, we pride ourselves on being a worldwide ting. Can you confirm that there are any listeners in Richmond? Yeah, uh, my boy Cooper, his his name's Cooper Seal. He actually just hit me up like a couple months back and was like, dude, I found this show. I'm so fucking into it. It's a sports show. 
in Canada. They have Wade on there. This show is sick. He's just so juiced on it. And I told him the other day I was coming on the show and he was just tripping. He's trying to come on here with me and get some sports talk in with you guys, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, well, major shouts to Cooper. Thanks for uh, getting Gilbert on the pod for us. And uh, make Hell sure yeah. you send us a voice note, and that way you can ask us a question, and uh, we'll shoot the shit one way or another. Hell yeah. Let's hear it, Cooper. Mad love. <laughs> mad love for Coop, man. All right, yo. So what's next for Gilbert Crockett? Um, I think me and my girl are moving up to New York for a couple months for this spring. Uh, in the next few weeks or month or so, actually, uh, just to try to switch it up, change the scenery, and try to film up there. Our boy Paul that films for Quasi lives up there and he skates with Dick and Josh all the time. So there's kind of like a little crew up there already. And uh, I don't know, I've always wanted to live there for a short period of time at least and see how skating is there. It's so much fun and it's hard to see it all and, you know, really map shit out on a trip when you're only there for a few days or something. Mm -hmm. That seems like a place you could go to 10 times and you're still skating new spots. Yeah. Yeah. There's like... I always say there's like a hundred Richmonds in New York City, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we'll cross paths down there. We're going to go uh, try and barge uh, Janowski's art show this summer. Oh, fuck yeah. And uh, meet up with the big homie Brian Anderson. Maybe we'll have a little bunt, you know, alumni day of skating and drinks. Nice. That sounds sick. Get Cooper up there, you know what I'm saying? Cooper's the real homie, yo. We need Cooper <laughs> on the set, dog. Come on, dog. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Coop's into the NBA. Oh, yeah. He's into it all. Yeah, he's especially into basketball. He's always uh, going to the bar and getting wings and watching the game. Damn, yo. Well, I'm about to kick my boy Lud out of our fantasy basketball league, so there might be a nice little opening thing for Coop. Yes. Oh, he <laughs> would be yeah. He'd be juiced on that. All right, man. They already know what it is. The Bunt brought to you by Vans. We finally got a Vans Nigi on the damn show. And uh, he's about to fire some shots or not because he's trying to sell shoes. We'll see. Gil, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Favorite skater? John Rowe. Favorite video? Photosynthesis. Favorite video part? Papillardo Mosaic. Favorite style? Ty Bell. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Probably Grant Taylor. Favorite trick? Right now, switch front shove. Hardest trick for you? Fuck, uh, what is a kryptonite for me? Um, switch front side heel flip, probably. Most illegal trick? Double flips. I don't fuck with double flips. <laughs> yeah, you don't really do any whack tricks, so I'd imagine there's some tricks on your no-no list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Oh, damn, that's weird. <laughs> uh, getting hit by that car. <laughs> Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. I don't know. The other day, John Rowe did this fucking board side that was 90. He went 90 degrees through a concrete ledge. That's hard to explain. But yeah, I've never seen anyone board side through or do anything through a 90 degree corner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that sounds fucked. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Worst bunt of your career. Definitely claimed I was going to try to switch back when 80 this triple set downtown one day with Will, who's the dude that made gospel, and I was just completely full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you can, you can always redeem yourself yo we'll be looking out for that one in the future <laughs> all right i'll try to get it <laughs> what was the biggest battle for a trick you've ever had honestly that shitty backside flip where i spin out in fall in the fallen video i tried that until my legs were like dead and i didn't even really get it i just slid around on the ground so that was probably the most devastating one what's the one trick that got away uh, I tried to backside nose grind this bank to rail in LA for the Vans video. Shit, that was, I guess that would be the worst. Yeah, I tried that and just couldn't deal with the traffic and the there was a curb you have to ollie up, shit like that. Just a nightmare. I just ended up focusing my board. Fuck. Who's your guilty pleasure skater? Oh, that's a that you guys are trying to get me to say some <laughs> fucked up shit. Okay. <laughs> Can I can I skip one? Oh yeah, Sasha Daly. All right, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Favorite local brand? My friend has a my friend Trey has a t-shirt company called Especially Heinous, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty funny. That's probably my favorite one. Can I get a box and I'll uh? <laughs> but not a, not actually no not actually for me. I, I got a couple homies that could use those. Dono included. Uh huh. Hella heinous. <laughs> Well, actually, he doesn't need that shirt anymore now that he's skating your shoe, you feel me? He finally stepped his game up. That's right. Favorite local skater? Jordan Bradshaw. It's got to be Cooper. I was thinking about saying Cooper. <laughs> Let's say Cooper. Right. Yeah, hella shoutouts. <laughs> he's going to love this episode. <laughs> Favorite teammate ever? Daniel Luther. Worst company. <laughs> oh, fuck, it. man. <laughs> Especially heinous. <laughs> Build them up and shoot them down. Yeah. Worst trend. I don't really fuck with grabbing your board on a rail, especially. Yo, I back that. Some real talk. Back that heavily. Worst style. God damn it. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of one for that one. Oh my god, Sasha Daly, you're insane. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Wow. Last person you want on the sesh. Do I even need to ask? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucked up, man. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, I don't think Sasha's going to want to talk to you or see you ever again, but... I know he's not. <laughs> can't believe your ex-mystery teammate and homie. It came down to this, eh? I had to be somebody. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up. Gil, thanks so much. Pleasure meeting you. Pleasure sharing some laughs. Hell yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll catch you this summer in New York. Yeah, that'd be sick. Hell yeah. Thanks, dog. Hell yeah. It's time for the post office, y'all. Brought to you by our good friends at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, we talking Stance Socks. The Fusion Skate Line from Stance is engineered for skateboarding. Say goodbye to shinners, snake bites, and heel bruises. Stance created the ultimate blend of comfort and durability to keep you pushing the streets, parks, and anywhere your board takes you. The South Bank model from the Fusion Skate Line is clean and crisp. It's athletically ribbed. Comes with a terry loop in the forefoot, heel, and toe for medium cushion. They got arch support, reinforced heel and toe, and you know they got that seamless toe closure. 
Me and Dono have always wanted to skate South Banks, and I've always wanted to switch trade that set of stairs. But you know I ain't stepping to that without my South Bank stance socks and that major key arch support. You know I'm going to be coming right behind you, looking for that back-to-back, and with the reinforced heel and toe in the Fusion Skate Lunch, now I flip into the bank, ain't going to be no thing, dog. Stance socks, the only way. You've got mail. Yo, Steve, this email ain't easy, buddy. But it's the first one. We got an email from Stephen Hamblin. Sup, y'all? New listener. Started at the top and have already made it to my main man, Brian Delaney's episode in 24 hours while slaying a nail polish on eBay for these busters in downtown Boston. Yeah, we love them marathon new listeners. Shouts to you. Love the last person you want on the sesh question. Gets me every time, even if I don't know the cat the interviewee is talking about. What would you guys think about adding last person you want to have a beer with? You guys are killing it. I'm officially hooked on my first podcast. Looking forward to the Bastion interview this week. Oh, shit. Can't believe I forgot. Let's go Celtics. Cheers. Well, considering peeps don't even want to answer the last person on this sesh, last person you want to have a beer with is even more harsh. So I don't know if we'll be adding that one (laughs) because I don't think anyone would actually answer it. But I'll answer it for you right now because I got no fucks to give, eh? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm a cop out like, wow. them, like them California pros. Last person I want to have a beer with is the good homie J.S. Lapierre because I don't want to ruin his sober streak. You feel me? And as far as the Boston Celtics go, man, you got something to worry about because we got P.J. Tucker, Sergi Baca in the building now. Yeah, man. Hit us up around playoff time. Uh, Might be short stay for you guys, so get those emails in quick, dog. All right, next up, we got an email from the big homie, Chris, at The Bunt Live. What's happening, my brothers? I hear you proclaiming best skate podcast out there. I feel you. (laughs) My question is, what is your starting five of current NBA players that will balloon out to absurd weights in their post-playing days, a la Sean Kemp, Fat Man of Sin? My squad has to be Kyle Lowry, Raymond Felton, Boris Diaw, Carmelo Anthony, and DeMarcus Cousins. Sixth man, probably Zach Randolph. Cheers, Chris. All right, we gonna go three each. I'm gonna start mine up with Mark Gasol, who was chubby as hell when he came into the league. Lost a bunch of weight two years ago. He's gonna gain that back real soon after he retires. Next up, your boy Costa Kufis. Definitely finna balloon. And then to round out my three... (laughs) get it <laughs> round i'm going well technically he's not in the league no more but he just dipped this year our main man from toronto anthony bennett that nigi might balloon in the next year <laughs> i think he's yeah he's gotta be well on his way i'm gonna go with three big men started off with the bosnian prince aka the bosnian beast yusuf nurkic that uh that shouldn't take too long next up we'll go with zaza patrulia Man, it's pretty big already, so can only imagine what's going to happen when he gets uh, starts hitting them barbecues full-time in retirement. And last but not least, man, this was an easy one. I thought it would have been on your list, Chris. It's Jared Sullinger, baby. It had to be. That's stretch mark four. That's our starting five plus a six, man. And they all big men. Consolation prize in the NHL. It's Dustin Bufflin for sure, man. You got y'all got to see his uh, off-season pictures. Next up, we got an email from Ron Mexico. What's good, muchachos? I've got a triple play off the rip. One illest jersey of all time for each sport. Big four. All right. After much much research, <laughs> I'm going for basketball. 
I really like uh, the Thunder's jersey from like a season or two ago. The dark blue with white, and it says Thunder vertically on the side. Really simple, really clean. And then for football, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know too much about the history of them jerseys, but similar to the, the Thunder jersey, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans away dark blue jerseys, baby. Let's get it. You know, so I got stuck with baseball. The easy answer would be the pinstripes for the Yankees. Or maybe some of the Boston Red Sox, but they are arch rivals, so I, I ain't picking any of them. I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants. Sick colors, black and orange. It's got to be it. The the home jersey for sure. And then uh, what's the other sport? The NHL. Easy answer, Chicago Blackhawks. Probably one of the best uniforms in all of pro sports. But you know where I'm going. Toronto Maple Leafs. Centennial jersey they wore at the uh, Winter Classic this year. That's the one right there. Darcy Tucker on the back to be exact. Scene. Scene. Question number two. If skateboarding had annual awards, who'd get 2016's Rocket Richard goals, Art Ross points, and Calder rookie trophies? Don't they already do this stuff for skateboarders? They do best team and... Transworld awards. Yeah. We're skipping this. Come on, Hevs. There's there's already like a am of the year, which would be the Calder thing. I don't know what the fuck a goal is in skateboarding, but... It's a half-cab heel. <laughs> Who did the most half-cab heels? Uh, yeah, moving on. Part three, how rattled are you as Leafs fans? Talking to you, Don Mega, to have used the first overall pick on Matthews rather than Lane. Granted... Uh, line a. Oh, granted, it's all we got out here in the heart of the continent. Still flexing on Saskatchewan, though. But can't wait to witness sell Lane, bring the cup to Winnipeg three times before you Sixers even get a sniff of the second round. Why would I be rattled, man? We're talking Austin Matthews, leading rookies in points, leading rookies in goals. What would I regret about that, dog? You got Patrick Laine out there playing with, with NHLers and Shifley and Perot or uh, Ehlers. And I got Matthews playing with some guy named Hyman and a rookie named Connor Brown, and he's leading them in points, dog. I hate to break it to you, but y'all ain't never going to win a cup. It's going to be just get in the playoffs and we'll talk. I know we got we got some work to do too, but I'm happy with our choice of Matthews over Line, man. No doubt about it. Word, word. And last but not least, from Ron Mexico, keep gully and stellar work, y'all. Peace. Thanks, bruv. Thanks, Ron. All right, y'all. Out with the emails onto the audio notes. It's about to get a little spicy in here. First one we got coming up from the good homie Jackson. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, pals? Uh, my name is Jackson. I listen to your show. I enjoy listening to it. So thank you guys for putting it out every week. You're very consistent. You guys make me laugh, and you make you know you warm my heart, and you probably warm a lot of people's hearts. And uh, you know, it's nice to hear people having nice conversations, say nice things, but the general public we also love the gunshots not actual gunshots and we don't want anybody to get hurt too badly but uh, we would like to see some feelings hurt so you know we could start off on a positive you guys feel free to say one nice thing about each other you can preface anything as much as you'd like but um, if we could hear three pet peeves about each other um, the sky's the limit. Be as mean as you want. I mean, you could be as nice and you can be bashful if you like too, but you know, I want to hear some gunshots, guys. All right, bang bang. All right, damn, that's a heavy voice note, man. This guy's trying to uh, 
create a little bit of uh, inside beef inside Studio E, but mind the ghost, our friendship can, uh, it's been through a couple fist fights, so I'm sure it can handle a couple pet peeves, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real talk. I'll spark it up. Number one, anybody that knows the ghost knows that he's even going to be late for his own goddamn funeral. The guy is never on time. Leaves you waiting outside in the car. You're nice enough to pick him up, and now you're waiting on him too. That's number one. The second one, it's going to be his durability. You know, he's always getting himself hurt, so don't get to skate with him or play basketball, that type of shit, as much as I'd like to. So that's number two. And the third one, anybody who's ever talked to this guy on the goddamn telephone knows that it, he saves his energy for when he sees you people in public because <laughs> sounds like he's half asleep every time he answers the phone. That's some real talk. <laughs> I save my energy for Studio E, baby. All right. Donald is whack. That's number one. <laughs> number two, he's soft. No, I'm just kidding. Number one with Donald always flops on plans so much so that we stopped inviting him to come out drinking with us. Sneaky's too lazy. Number two... I'm the one with the headphones on in Studio E, so like I hear the levels coming through. He always turns his damn head side to side when he's talking, so he has to re-record shit because like you can't hear half of it, <laughs> and it pisses me off when I'm editing. And number three, this fucker. <laughs> it's a thing that I have. I'm sure I'm not alone, but I hate when you are excited about something and they text you back, sure, and they're like, Yo, Donald, you want to go skate and like we'll have the best day of our lives and it's going to be like epic bromance. We'll have a picnic and you just get back one word. Sure. Sometimes I say, yeah, sure. It's like, yo, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but I know that's just how he talks. It's just like I shouldn't let it bother me because I know he's not trying to be rude. But uh, you should at least should talk to yourself on the phone, man. <laughs> Thanks for trying to break us up. Thanks for trying to end the bunt prematurely. But you didn't succeed. And now we get to say one thing nice about each other. So uh, let me spark it up, get a little heartfelt here in Studio E. Anybody who has as many friends as Safer does, I mean, that'll tell you how good of a guy he is. Count on him for anything. You know, if you need to get a little emo, talk to him about some serious stuff. This guy's a good homie, man. He uh, He's always there for you when you need him. Aww. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I was going to say about you, but you beat me to it. I guess I'll say with Dono, he's a... He's a generous ass Nigi, especially when you're at his place. He makes you feel like you're at home. You know what I'm saying? Always giving me a bite to eat, some water when I'm dehydrated, a beer when I'm trying to turn up, whatever it may be. Drives me everywhere. Uh, I don't know what my life would be like without him. So you tried to break us apart, but yeah. you failed. You just brought us closer. <laughs> yeah. Mad respect to you, dog. Keep trying, though. All right, thank you to everyone who sent in the emails and the voice notes. Keep them coming. Uh, keep them <laughs> keep them coming. We got one more episode in season four, and we're trying to have a stacked mailbox. You smell me? I love when my boys... Oh, did mine just crack too I as I tried to so. call you on your voice cracking? <clears throat> yeah, we a couple of 16-year-olds in this motherfucker today. Voices cracking left, right, and center. Let's get it. It's on to the rundown. Y'all already know what time it is. It's the Rundown, the skateboarding world source for sports. If we talk in sports, I'm about to get slapped by my boy Reno in fantasy, and I'm cheesed. But let's talk about some reality. Let's talk some fucking reality then. All right, big feud in the NBA this week. It's heating up between JaVale McGee 
and Shaquille O'Neal, and even that little rat KD's trying to get into the middle of it, dog. <laughs> Whose side are you taking? I got to take the big diesel side. Of course. He's been ripping on JaVale for years, but when you're making bonehead plays and ending up on Shaq and the Fool, I mean, that's nobody's fault but your own. Dudes like Otto Porter used to be regulars. He won a Shaqting MVP one year, and look what he did. He turned his game around. He's leading the league in three-pointers, and you ain't seeing that man on Shaq and the Fool no more. You want to be off the show, step your game up. We know Shaq picks on him a little more than most, but that's because JaVale is JaVale. JaVale's JaVale, and he poked the bear a few times over the years. Shaq's offered him olive branches numerous times over the years to kind of try and quiet it down. But he's, uh, it's like they keep missing each other. They keep one reaches to shake the other one's hand, and the other guy misses it and then says something. And then next thing you know, the feud just, just keeps going on. I, I personally love it, man. Diesel, keep doing your thing, baby. I love Shaxton, a fool. Uh, next up, the trade deadline came and went, and uh, the the bigger trades were made earlier in the week. He had the boogie trade, he had the Ibaka trade. For me, the biggest deal was the ones that weren't made. PG stays home in, in Indiana, and Jimmy Butler stays at home in Chicago, man. What, uh, you think these guys are gonna be on the move in the off season? Yeah, if Indiana doesn't do something crazy in the off season, Paul George looks like he's going home to the Lakers which would make me super like the the happiest dude ever because as long as they keep sucking this year and they keep their top three protected pick and we got a solid draft coming up we get one more solid player PG come home (laughs) you know what time it is Lakers back to contending not contending but you know what I'm saying back to hopefully the playoff mix Jimmy Butler staying home that team sucks they ain't doing nothing in the playoffs so I don't know it is what it is that so why give up Jimmy Butler it doesn't make much sense you're gonna need a superstar eventually I don't know man that's a weird uh, weird front office over there they're not all on the same page uh, between ownership and the front office and uh, I don't know I think their coach has got to go they definitely got a lot of work ahead of them because that team makes no sense on paper and when you watch them play it doesn't make much sense either they just traded away Taj Gibson and McBuckets Doug McBuckets for the dancing fool Cameron Payne who they're trying to say is their point guard of the future like he hasn't done anything in the NBA yet I don't know what the hell they saw in him Uh, so they just got worse so we'll see what happens all right we spoke about the trade deadline last week we were talking Ibaka and now we got the good homie PJ Tucker too man I love this guy he's a dog on the ball out there and now he's a part of our closing lineup. Man, our new closing five is looking nice, dog. What do you think? Hey, man, Ibaka was the answer. P.J. Tucker's like the, the icing on the cake. I mean, getting Andre Drummond would have been a real game changer, but I'm loving these two new raps. I think they're the kind of dudes who can fit in on a new team seamlessly. And so far in two games that we've seen, they have, and we've won both of them. So uh, enough respect to Masai. Are the general manager of the Raptors. He's a he's a real one. He's a boss. Raps looking up, man. We we coming back for that number two seed. We ain't scared of Boston no more. No more. And the Wizards, we, like all three of those teams, are about on the same level. Once Avery Bradley is healthy again, the Celtics will be at full strength as well. We'll see, man. But the East just got a little stronger, and uh, that's all. That's all you can ask for when when you're going into the playoffs and you want it to be a little more fun and not just like a clean sweep to the finals for the Cavs. Yeah, turn up, man. It's been a dry week in sports. 
Safe doesn't want to hear too much about the NHL. So I think that's a wrap, dog. Yeah, that's a wrap. I just want to say, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, it's been wonderful having you on my fantasy team all year. <laughs> just trade. All year? Almost all year. He dropped 37 points and 22 rebounds in his last game on my squad. Historic stuff. I'm going to miss you. But welcome home, Giannis. Atente cumpo. Let's get it, baby. I think anybody wanted to hear that. There's probably nobody listening now, and now they're never going to listen to the end but of the This episode. was just the shortest rundown ever. I just had an extra 10 seconds to shout out my uh, my new Nigi. All right. So now that you all know, Seifa traded trade a cat for the greek freak we can end this episode in peace big shouts to the homie gilbert we love you bruv vintage montreal mccourt got love for you too dog anyone else yeah shouts to eric and neatla who hosted us in uh, nicaragua for their wedding and uh gilbert's homie oh cooper send us a voice note yo we can talk greek freak we can talk you know steph curry all the dudes on my fantasy team <laughs> Yeah, uh, big shouts to save us fantasy team. He just lost to, uh, or he's on his way to losing to the team in second last place. Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Peace. What up? This is Gilbert. You're on the blunt right now. And uh, I just want to let you guys know that if my skating can... Fuck!